welcome to In Our 20s with Marta and Maya. And today we have a special guest, Corey. He is a Taylor Swift lover. And yeah, he's he's a friend that I met at UMD. I just became friends with him this year. And yeah, we're here to talk about the new album that Taylor Swift dropped, which is Evermore. And she dropped it on surprise on Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, on Friday. She announced it for, uh, Thursday morning. Yes, and I literally was in my bed. I checked my phone, and all of a sudden, I was like, unaware. I was totally unaware of what I was going to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I opened Instagram, and I literally, <laughs> I literally freaked out. Nope, I, I was the same way. Um, I had what what was to be like 30 notifications from not Twitter and Instagram, but like together, 30 notifications, 50 text messages and four missed calls. And so I woke up on a, um, someone was calling me. I woke up and I was like, like, what's going on? Like one of my really good friends. And she says, look at your phone. And I say, Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Like I'm expecting like re-recordings. Cause we all know that she's re-recording her, her masters up for albums one through five, six will be coming later. Um, but that's what I thought happened. And I was like, I was expecting that. And then I saw the picture and I said, oh, hell no, this one's going to kill me. I literally freaked. So, yeah, I spent like the next like hour to like three hours just like pacing around my apartment, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. jumping up and down. I don't know. It was just very exciting day for me. And I'm sure for you too, Corey. Same. I went and got Dunkin' um, Coffee and I drank it in 20 minutes. I was... High on, I literally I, got a caribou. I got I, a caribou and I drank it in twenty minutes. I was high on energy that day. It was it was a spectacular day. That energy, I will never feel that energy again in my life. That and folklore energy, oh, I will never oh, feel that. I also saw that on on our Instagram, and I was so excited for my and for and for Korea as well. Yes, I, I literally called Marta. I was like, "Oh my god!" New episode. I was like, "Oh my god!" Hundred <laughs> percent. We thought about it because, like. We really enjoyed my my and I. We really enjoyed listening to it like together and like commenting it like in in July August when folklore mm-hmm. came out. And it was so fun. So it was it's like a hobby. Or I I'm now. so happy that I can be here with you guys today and analyze oh this album. God. I I I'm I'm honored honestly. Yes, and can Aww. you can you tell everybody like all of the shows and everything you've been to and like your experience with Taylor Swift? Because I know, like, yeah, let me just give you guys like yeah. the run through. Um, I really, I always liked her music. I was introduced to her music through my sister. Um, but when Taylor Swift dropped her Reputation album, I I fell in love. Um, <laughs> I really like realized like what the true meaning of like what her music really meant to people, and who she is as a person really showed who she was through that album. And I fell in love with her music and as a person. And I have made some of the best friends around the world through her. And I'm forever grateful for what has happened to me and just getting to enjoy her music and her part of my life. These fandoms are such a 21st century thing. And I, I think we really, I really enjoy it. I'm not a part of like any fandom, like hardcore, but it's such a special connection to follow your, your idol around and to listen to their music and everything they have to share. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It's so much fun. And Corey, you were going to go to LA, right? Yeah. I actually had tickets to go to Loverfest um, 
she only had four shows in the country in, in 2020. Obviously, that didn't happen because of COVID. But she had she had planned four shows in 2020, two in LA, two in Boston. And I said, let's go, everyone. So me and my friends are going to go meet in LA. And hopefully one day we can still do that and get back to the what we love to do most, which is go to concerts. And so I'm super excited for that one day. Oh I'm sure you'll be able to go. I'm so, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Fingers are crossed. Yeah. End of next year, I'm hoping. What do you guys think about the album as a whole? Um, I can go as a whole, as a as as it being folklore sister album. She is fantastic. I would not have wanted her any other different way. I love that she added different elements to this album. Like she kind of has she stripped back to like what she normally does when writing an album. She knows she doesn't have like these prejudgments that she puts on herself when she's writing. She took all that away from her, um, and she basically said, "Fuck it," is what she said, quote unquote. I'm gonna do what I want to mm-hmm. do for this album, and that's what she did with folklore. It turned into something that almost everyone has loved. And we all needed a good cry in 2020. And that's exactly what we got. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. It, It's great. I thought it was very genuine. And I was like a, it was like a very fun and wholesome experience to listen to the entire album and it just gave me like a lot of feelings and the the storytelling i thought it was like on point this time i really liked it honestly i think i've i've had more time to to listen to folklore because I, because obviously because it was it, it dropped out it dropped uh, some months ago but so far this album has showed very high potential and i'm really liking it So the first time I listened to it, I don't know if I was in the mood to listen to it, but I wasn't like, I don't know how I felt about it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I was the same way. I was like, oh, this is. Yeah, I was like, I don't know if I'm stupid right now, but I don't know how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I just didn't know how to feel about it. And it's not that I didn't like it, but I, 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 I just didn't know how to Sometimes feel. Sometimes we just need that and... second through listen through and to just like mm-hmm. actually like understand what's going on. Through the oh my gosh. I ex- Okay. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and this is why I waited five days to do a review. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I believe that it in time, when you take time to listen to something, it needs to be gradual. You need to absorb that yep. music. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, you need to absorb it and you need to listen to it and like have time to listen to it. I think any other way you wouldn't be able to get the same experience. Nope, you wouldn't. And huh. Taylor Swift is always going to make something so good and she's going to put the time in and the energy and she's yeah. going to make a fantastic album mm-hmm. every single yep, time. I knew this album was going to be fantastic. I had no doubt about it. I knew I would love every song on it and I that's exactly what happened. She she put she knows what she knows how to write a good album and write like good music and good words and good lyrics yeah and um before we start with the rankings and everything um there's a rumor going around that there is a third album what um Mm -hmm. yeah apparently that there was like a watermark or something on the cover of the vinyl that she forgot to remove Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep, it was called Woodvale. That was the that was the word on a folklore album. And so obviously, you know, Swifties being Swifties, we started creating theories about like what was coming next. And we we're like, oh my god, it's coming in March off, off of a Spotify commercial is what I believe. She had like a calendar in the Spotify commercial. 
playing to August and um, March was stamped or something. And we were like, oh my God, it's coming in March. But she actually was on, not Jimmy Fallon, but um, another late night show host. Um, I believe it I think it was Jimmy Kimmel. It was Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yep, it was Jimmy Kimmel. She was on him tonight. She actually debunked that theory, um, sadly. Yeah, I did you watch um, that, Corey? I did watch part of it, yes. I have not watched all of it. Yeah, yet. I watched... I only watched the Taylor Swift Yeah, 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 that's what I did, too, so... But, yeah, no, she debunked that uh-huh. theory. And I can understand, like, why she... Woman still was re-recording her masters and releasing another album. She's released another album already this year, so we're, like... She she is drained to the... She's drained. She's drained. But you know what? I want to thank her for saving 2020. She is the music industry. Okay, shall we start with our... Let's ratings? get into this. I really like being able to listen to Evermore with and without Bon Iver. I thought that was a very interesting experience. I only saw the one with Bon Iver after I had listened to Evermore by itself, by by herself, like just by just with Taylor Swift. And I just really like it as the title of the album as well. Like the 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 word just is really inspiring. Maybe not inspiring, but it's just... It's, like, gravitating. Like, you yeah. just like, want to, like, oh, you want to gravitate towards it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. I felt that. Should we start from the beginning, or should we start from... Let's just start from the beginning. Yep. Beginning? Okay. Okay, so, starting with Willow. It was a great, perfect yeah, single. Whatever. It was a great, perfect okay, single. Okay, like, yeah. Like, 11 p.m. 11 p.m. Did you watch the video? No, right I away? listened to the album and I watched the video. And I loved with the video that she used reference to Invisible String, which was off of Folklore. And then she used the piano from Cardigan and she had the Cardigan. So it was, once again, it's like, it's a sister <laughs> album. So they're they're coexisting with each other. Yeah, I did notice that. No, I noticed like some, um, some similar melodies. Mm-hmm. I don't even know which. <laughs> I didn't write it down, but I, I noticed. And it was really fun. It was a really fun experience to be being able to relate back to another song of hers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Nope. Oh my gosh, I just can't like. I think th- this is Willow is like one of my favorite songs on the entire mm-hmm, album. Absolutely, the lyric "Take my hand, wreck my plans." That's my man, honey. That's it's boring. been stuck in my head since it's released. Like it's so catchy and I love it. So good, Marta. How did you like that song? Very good, and I really like the. I really like watching the, the the video as well. Oh my gosh, the video was so good, and her her dress and mm-hmm. her everything. It's just she's so good at creating an image with and her she, videos and her. And she directed videos. that video on her own, so she produced it and directed it and starred in it. So it's just like she does everything that she wants. She she's the boss, and she's fucking fantastic at it. God, I literally love her. Okay, so two champagne problems. Um, one of my favorites. Uh, I really have no words to describe this song. I just, it is spectacular. Um, her and Joe wrote this song together, actually, and it came out I think today actually that she said that her and Joe really like writing sad songs together, and like that's what they've done during quarantine and. This is a perfect song for quarantine. Like, 11 p.m. in the shower, champagne problems. Like, I love it. I know. And when I first read the lyric, I thought it was going to be, like, super upbeat. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. No. It's, like, all too like, well. To, it's I thought literally it all too well super... to point out. Have you read the mashup of that yet people have created? So good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. No, I have not. So oh, good. I need that live. 
Marta, how did you like champagne problems? It was good. I, I, I really like I really like me. Imagine me back in quarantine just having like a rough day and like it was I don't know, it was like a really good like champagne problems is like you know like champagne is like a me- like a metaphor you always have that like at parties and celebrations and so to me it's almost like um it's kind of like this mask if you like go to a party or something like you ha- are like kind of hiding things and you know what I mean mm-hmm. the champagne is like a metaphor for like a kind of like a ritzy life but you still don't have that like you still have issues if you have this ritzy life that everyone like lavishes yeah when I listen to it I always like I was thinking of it more as somebody that is dealing with like an alcohol it, it, problem. Cl- yep, something to me, it's something that you're. It the meaning behind something, something you're hiding. It's basically what I feel like it means. It's like you are hiding something still. Champagne mm-hmm. problems. You are hiding a problem that you just don't want to bring up in life. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, that that song really like made tears roll yep, down my same. face when I first heard that. Um. Okay, gold number rush. three, Gold oh, Rush. Love Gold Rush. Oh. Um, she produced it with Jack. Jack is one of my favorite people on this planet. When they work together, they create literally gold. Like, my favorite songs of Taylor's are ones that she has produced with Jack. And so, like we, I love this song so much. We, yes, explain who Jack is to Mark. So, Jack Antonoff, he actually is part of a band called The, uh, the Bleachers, and... Um, but he just produces a lot of music with Taylor, and they create a lot of music. And so, um, if you've watched Miss Americana, he's in the part. He helped um, produce Getaway Car, which is my favorite song by Taylor. And so he's in that he's in that movie, film, documentary quite often because they do produce a lot of music together. But she's he's just a producer, and they create music together. Oh yeah, Corey, that's one of my absolute favorite songs yep, as well. Great. They they are they are phenomenal together. Oh my gosh literally um so yeah so i personally gold rush is not one of my favorite songs like i mm-hmm. love the, the chorus, chorus is amazing love mm-hmm. the chorus the first part not the biggest fan of it like personally like i don't like that style no yeah you know i totally what I mean? know what you mean with like, that so i, I, I couldn't really relate to this on so much yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But Corey, what did you like uh, about I it? I loved the chorus. Um, the, chorus the chorus is, is the best really part it, about it, the song, and that's what makes the it song brings it together, good. I think so. Yeah, that's that's what makes the song good is the chorus, and the chorus is like absolutely ten out of ten. Amazing, ten out of ten. Fantastic. Um, next song is my favorite. Um, Tis the game season. Yeah. Song. Um. There's something about it that I think is, it's it's almost humorous to me because the meaning of the song, all I think about is college students going home and hooking up with their ex for the weekend during the holidays. This is what I think about. And that's literally what the song is meaning. Is someone, someone in the past, really? you go home for the holidays and you once there was once a love connection between you two and now you're rekindling that connection for a weekend. But she, you know, but... You still go back oh to gosh, LA. Oh my gosh, you're right. Because she mm-hmm. does say, I'll go back to LA. And you know, like, LA we're all in, co- like, we're all in college. We can all relate to going home. We, I can't relate to going home and, you know, doing that thing. But, like, we can all relate to going home and meeting up with people we haven't seen since, since you know, during the summer. Such a good song. I loved it. Honestly, I, 
gave me the best vibes. I think from all the you guys, it, it gives, gives me, me chills. chills too. Like honestly, like it, I can't even describe it. Like I just want to cry. Like, yeah, <laughs> it gives me chills too. It, it's it, it's amazing. I loved it. It's my favorite song on the album. Yeah, I'm gonna this for a long for a lo- very long time i think these two albums are just overall so fun to listen just great yes. okay next next which is tolerate it i love this song it's a track five all okay. track fives are you know sad depressing yeah I, it's a well, great track five it was a perfect choice to put as a track five i think yes this is mm, a really, really sad is. song it's... i sit and watch you yeah I, I love it and it's just like you know you're like it's like put it's like putting up with someone who you, you probably used to love I, it definitely i feel like it yes. kind of goes with like my tears ricochet which which is track five on folklore and my tears ricochet my tears mm. ricochet kind of reminds me of like a divorce and so like tolerate it is like this like pre oh my gosh don't even get me started on yeah it's like tolerate honestly and so like, you tolerate it before you go through a divorce. Don't even talk about folklore. <laughs> I can't even. Yeah. Gail, I don't even want to uh, get into they, that. The world's just collided, honestly. And we don't want to spend another 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I don't know if it's fair to say that 2020 was such a bad year. Honestly, like, the music and, like, the feels were just so intense. We got some of the best music out of 2020. You guys. I, I will was... admit that. I was gonna say that M- Matt and I were just discussing this. We were discussing all the albums and every, things that have came out every this big year, artist and we were like, an album this year, literally." Ariana Grande, or, or Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, um, Shawn Mendes, um, you know, Harry Styles. He was at the end of the year of twenty of twenty nineteen, but you know, I could literally name so many more. I'm not. I, I, I I'm can't not even think the... of them. There's just too many. Headspace because I'm in the Taylor Swift headspace yep, right yep, now. But... Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we'll go on to, to Dorothy. This. Okay. Which one were we on? No, we were on. T- or... Oh no. Body, Nobody. No, no crime. Oh. oh my god. The meaning of the song. I loved it. It's literally an NCIS episode. Oh my god. And then I, I also know. think of like literally NCIS episode Dateline. If you've ever watched Dateline, it's always like the husband killing the wife or the wife killing the husband, and it's always for an insurance policy, money. It. it, it it's, she literally took an episode of one of these shows and put it into a song. And I love that she had um, the feature. I can never pronounce Haim. I love Haim. that she featured them on this. Mm-hmm, loved that. Love. It was great. And it kind of sounded like Carrie oh, Underwood mm-hmm. vibe or or maybe I'm trying to think. Yeah, Carrie Underwood, I, I would say, is like the most. I think she was trying to kind of like. Had a, she, had, she had an idea. Do that vibe. In her head and I loved it. Also, kind of reminded me of Picture to Burn. Her old, yep, it, it's from definitely old a little album. bit of country. This it is alternative, so. So that was that was nice to get a little bit of. I love I, I love a good taste Betty of country on the other the songs. It, it's bringing back her roots where she started. Exactly, I think one of the first songs I've liked, uh, I ever liked, uh, uh, a Taylor of Taylor, like more country, country vibes. Mm-hmm. She's oh, back yeah, to her roots, definitely. So I. Yes. Okay. Okay, next. I don't. It got me. Yeah. Feels. I'm looking up the lyrics too, so I can. (laughs) I don't really have much to say about this song. I loved it. It's really like all I. I don't have. I haven't really listened to it like enough for me to be like, oh, I like. I'm. I'm. I like. I like the song enough to like analyze it enough. Um. I just haven't. I love it though. 
Well, there, there. She's saying like there'll be there'll be happiness oh, yes. after you, but there was happiness yes, because so, of you. Both of these things can be true, but there which is, is really interesting because now that brings up something she said in an interview once, where she was like, a couple years. No, this was at least more than a couple years back. But she once was talking about how she was like, she was joking, but she was like, I always feel like I'm the girl before you. You find your true love. I'm the pre person before you find your true love. And she was like, there's happiness in you because of me. Is what she's saying. I feel like, and it. I, I, I always think of that interview when she talks about that. She's yeah. she had how she felt for the longest time that she she was never the one. She was the one before the one. Yeah, I really liked this song a lot. And I it yeah, the lyrics are really good. And I think she's she's trying to move mm-hmm. on and you know, she's saying like there's gonna be there's a glorious sunrise dappled dappled with the flickers yep. of light from the dress I wore at midnight, leave it all behind. It's amazing. So good. Leave it all Can't even. So next one. Okay. It's it's I think Dorothea. I was really excited to I love the I love the, the um the beat to this song. I love this song. I really like I like I the really met- love metaphor it. she makes and how it's 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 for a friend. I really like that. Yeah, I feel like I feel like every single song on this album is kind of I think I read like it was in the Rolling Stone or something mm-hmm. that it's like an album about loss, like whether it's like a friend or like somebody that you lost, like you're, you mm-hmm. lost your mm-hmm. true love or you, you know, you lost a friend, you lost, um, you know, a family yep. member by death. Mm-hmm. Like she has all of these losses that she took and you know she sometimes writes about herself and her the things that she has experienced but i think also that in the folklore album she wrote more about other people i think now she's kind of writing more about yeah she kind of relates to these songs a little bit in her own personal aspect so yeah. Um, do you think Dorothea is about Selena Gomez? Because there was a rumor I don't believe that. that. Yeah, I don't. I heard it was about her, but I think it, the only part that everyone's freaking out about is the makeup and magazines. Yeah. yeah no, I don't. I don't. No, I don't think it's about Selena. Yeah, I feel like it might be about like a friend. At yeah, home someone or that something. she once maybe knew. Mm-hmm. Marta, well, what do you think? I thought it was fact that it was about Selena, honestly, but uh, I really like this song because I it was one of the ones that I listened to first, and I stopped and re- read the lyrics, and I think they were very genuine. I don't know; she was definitely expressing some kind of like disappointment, and she had lost a friend, and she wanted her friend back or something. Mm-hmm. So I enjoyed it; I thought it was very wholesome. But also, yeah, this is one of my favorites, I love that actually. For you. Okay, next. Um, Coney I love Island. that she actually featured the National on the song, because um, she wrote a lot of these songs with the National, but on folklore. But she didn't actually feature any of them, and so I'm mm-hmm. happy that she actually featured a song with them or him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely, and it was really, really good. I loved the lyrics. I loved everything about this song, and I love that 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 she mm-hmm, also featured mm-hmm. them. I loved that. I love. I've heard that this this could be like a a song of reputation, which I could totally see. Which I, 
Yeah, that's what I said. Oh, were really? And I was like, oh, I can totally see that. I loved that. And, you know, people know that's my favorite album from her, so. Yeah, I just always wonder what her meanings are. You really have to analyze them, especially on those Always. She's really, yeah, you have to really analyze all the lyrics to really Mm -hmm. think about it and, like, dig deep. Um, But, yeah, I really liked this song. It wasn't one of my, like, absolute favorites, but it was, like, it was a good song. I liked it. I love all of her songs, so. Ivy. I love the beat to Ivy. That one? It wasn't at the top of my list when I first listened, but she's she's working her way up there. I will admit that. Um, she's my I, friend's favorite song. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. this song. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And the visuals, the visuals oh, the for like video, the yeah. video. That oh, he's gonna. Yeah, she's she's gonna have if she makes a music video to this, she could have she a really could. cool I can totally video. See that. She has a. Like mm-hmm. Ivy Same. covering her. <laughs> yes, very. What'd she say, Marta? Overall, I really liked her aesthetic and the messages she portrays through her videos. They're really. really oh my good. gosh, love. Very good multimedia. Yeah, super good. Yeah, I was actually like watching all of her videos the other day with Matt, and I was just like, I was going through all of her videos, just watching them, and she's she so really good. good. Like, her production, like every single lyric. Like all of her videos match the song yep, and the they, meaning of the song. They definitely are like a spot on always. I think. Yes. Um, okay. I Cowboy loved the like Western me. vibes that we got. I I felt like I was in an Arizona Western film. I loved that. Same. Same. Mm-hmm. Oh Indiana yeah. Jones. And now I will admit this is probably my least favorite song on the album. It's just, but I still love the lyrics. I still loved the meaning to it. Really? This yeah. Is for like some one reason, the song just didn't. I I as always, it's Taylor Swift. I'm gonna love it no matter what. But it's definitely not my favorite on that. Yeah, album. and like you might change your mind. Like I feel like sometimes once you listen mm-hmm. to a song, it's a little probably bit gonna more. it's it's gonna change my my list is gonna change dramatically. So, Marta, what here, were you gonna say? Same here. That it also wasn't like my top favorite cowboy like me, but I I think I I'm gonna give it another chance, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna listen mm-hmm. more, and I'm sure like in two weeks time, I will be a lot more used to all of them. So. Yeah, I'll be listening to them because they're really good. Really good. Okay. This is my second Long favorite song short. of the album. Um, mm-hmm. I, really? I loved the meaning to it. Um, I don't know. I, I loved the beat. Push down the rabbit hole. I loved hole. the beat too. I loved, honestly, I loved everything about it. The lyrics. It's definitely my favorite, second favorite song on the album. Now I'm all about you. No, I love that. Sorry. I just like love, 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 love that song. Okay. Um, Marjorie. Um, Marjorie. I did, I've listened to this one, but now, very, now, now I've really say much. Mm-hmm. Marjorie, it, it's been, it's just not been on the top of my playlist. Yeah. These weeks. Sorry. I don't know if you guys know this, but Marjorie's actually the song's actually her grandma about her grandmother. Yeah, I I saw that, and on Spotify, yep. there's and like so a video actually, her. her grandma was an opera. Her grandma was God, actually an opera So she took. She took some yeah, of her background vocals that. from her grandma and put them into the song. <gasps> mm-hmm. So she incorporated her grandma's like vocals into the song. It's it's super interesting. And if you like pay attention, you can hear them. I think that's such oh a cool gosh. like I had that's no such a cool idea like uh, this, Corey. like tribute to her grandma who died in I think in two thousand two is what it was. Love mm-hmm. this song. This is one of my favorites. Yeah. That's awesome. So. 
Closure wasn't like one of my favorites. Like, I'm not a big like, I don't I don't want to say like I don't like it, but I'm not a big fan of like how she starts off the song. But I love when she starts like getting into the chorus, and the bridge was really good. I thought. Yeah, well, Marta, I don't what have do you a, think? I don't have an analysis like yours, Corey. But I I really like that. I always really enjoy having a closure song just because it gives a kind of like meaning to the whole passage of the album. So I usually like mm-hmm. that. And this one was especially authentic. I found it. And Evermore was one of your favorites, yeah. Marta. What did you like about that one, Marta? I think Marta? it's really catchy. I, I think I've learned it yet, but like, it's just, I don't know. I really like this one. I've also heard about something like whether Evermore is like, I don't know, Gigi Hadid's kid's name. I don't know. <laughs> Have you heard that? Oh, I heard about this. Or it was either like somebody thinks that Gigi Hadid's kid's name is on this album I've heard like about one that. of the I've one of the lyrics that. has to be one of the it was like mm-hmm. people are thinking it's dorothea or ivy oh, marjorie yeah. i don't know like marjorie for a name evermore was a perfect closing song for this album for like the standard version i don't know what the deluxe version is going to be like yet but i love that she had bought our but on ivor on the on the second album again now that it is a sister album i love that she did keep that a consistency but yeah, I loved I loved Evermore. It was a yes. perfect uh, last song to put on the standard version of the album. Yes. Okay. So, what do you guys? What are your top? Let's do top five. Um, I kind of already said mine. Album. Tis the damn okay. season. Long story short, champagne problems, gold rush, and nobody, no crime. Okay. So I, I'm so right. honored to be part of the episode, you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Love yes. You. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Yes. Okay. See you. Bye-bye. Bye.